Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's Ryan, it's Tyler, it's episode 28. Right off the bat, we got to give a big shout out to everybody that showed up in Cheswick on Saturday for our fall outdoor coffee workout. Shout out to everybody just being tough and wanting to keep it outside. We, we were going to go easy and, and, and do it inside, but uh, everybody wanted to head outdoors. So we got out there in the 33 degrees. It was actually really nice. It was a good time. It was a really good time. Yeah, it was, Great it was... coffee. Shout out to Moonbeam again for the hookup. Yeah. Leechburg. You got the same thing coming this Saturday, the 24th, 9 a.m., coffee coming from G&G, so I uh, hope to see you there, hope for a similar turnout that we had in Cheswick. What's new, man? What, what, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing lately, thankfully. Oh, no, playing Tony Hawk. Just I, I almost got it. Here's the problem. I almost got it the other day, but by the time I wanted to get it, I mean, they take so long to download. Yeah. Like, it was like 7 o'clock at night where I was like, man, if I had it, I probably would have played it for the next four hours, but I didn't want to buy it at like 7 because I wouldn't be able to play it till like 9.30, and then by then I'd be like, ready time to, to go to bed. Yeah, so. time to go to bed. Now, it's coming one of these days. I, that's that's the most I've been doing, like, when I finally get time to chill, is I just sit down, I just play some Tony Hawk on Xbox, and I relive nostalgia for those that don't know, and most of you probably don't care, but for those that don't know, <laughs> back in the day on like PlayStation 1 or N64, whatever you had, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was a great skateboarding game, defined a generation of it. kids, uh, it has multiple versions of it, but they recently remastered it for the newer systems, uh, so millions of... Twenty-somethings are reliving their reliving their youth. Yeah, uh, twenty twenties and thirties, man. Soon be be one of those. So, looking forward to getting into that. But. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. Other than that, just normal things, just some house stuff, hanging out, fixing things. Just being a homeowner, yeah. home well, home renter, renter. Yeah. One of the same thing. Same. Thing. I mean, I feel like I, I'm owning this place because they don't do jack shit there, but can't get any help. It is what it is. Here's what here's hopefully they don't of, you know I'm looking forward to playing Tony Hawk but speaking of things I'm looking forward to I think one of the thing I think everybody can agree that not wearing masks anymore is probably what everybody would look forward to the most after this this stuff's all over yeah I think what I'm looking forward to the most is getting rid of these plexiglass deals at the checkouts at grocery stores <laughs> it just seems I don't understand what's going on there i mean what, what, what are we doing i mean the, the guy that uh the, the store i go to shop and save over by my house i mean it's all it's all like high school kids you know so i'm trying to buy my groceries it's it's like i'm front row at a hockey game trying to check out at these places with the yeah. glass up and for what I, I mean this this kid's over here working trying to sneak some tiktok videos when the boss ain't looking I mean, as soon as he gets off the clock, 
he's going and sucking face with his girlfriend at some party. So what's this plexiglass really going to keep him from, from getting? I mean, if he, if he ain't getting it there, he's getting it somewhere. So I don't really understand what we're doing with the giant plastic plexiglass shield things. Well, I mean, that, that goes back to like when everything started and I had texted you, I went over to Rolling Fields to go golfing. <laughs> the dividers. And the dividers that they put up in the golf carts and yeah. they zip tied these plastic things that swung back and forth when you drove. Uh, just what are, what are we doing here, you know? Like, I mean, if you're wearing a mask, then you're fine. Yeah, and I, I just, I mean, if you're sitting on the other side of the, the cart with somebody with this divider, I mean, you probably rode in the same car or yeah, probably working close at some point, so. yeah. I don't know, man. There's I, a lot of I stuff. hear that, though. There's a lot of stuff that hopefully well, and goes away. The, 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 the thing that I've noticed with it is that, obviously, you know, I get the point of it, but, like, people already suck at hearing to begin with. Oh, this is terrible. And now they're wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. masks, so you have to talk louder. Yeah. And now you got this divider, and then you got to talk even louder. It's like, look, if I'm trying to buy some, like, man. you know prescription or something that like i don't want people to know about i don't want to be screaming over the divider you don't want to be yelling about your ointment yeah exactly like i don't i don't need that no i'm with you man i'm with you for sure but i got i got i got one more thing i gotta get your take on how do you feel about these people that are blowing their leaves into the street dude i hate these people don't do that I don't understand. I mean, they're just no blowing. Point. They're just blowing back into your yard. Yeah, there's no point. If you're gonna get rid of them, throw them in a trash bag. You'll be fine. Stop blowing them in the street. Yeah, just, you're not helping anyone. Just bag them. You're not even helping yourself. Exactly. I mean, as soon as the car drives by, they're right back in your driveway. I purposely do that. I People mean, that blow it on the street, I just, drive as close to it as possible to make sure that just, I like the absolute air. just laziness, disrespect for thy neighbor. You know what I mean? It's so annoying. Just blowing the blowing the leaves into the street. I just let my leaves go now that I actually have leaves. I wait. I have one big tree in my backyard, and I wait until every single leaf is off the tree before I rake them. I'm not doing multiple waves. I just wait till they're all gone and then just create do one giant pile. Yeah, just do one. Well, especially now Jordan gets into that, jumping into the pile and stuff. So. You gotta make it big. Yeah, I'm not doing it more than once. So I just wait. Uh, wait and rake those things up once but no i so i want to touch back on a text that i sent you saturday after Uh, we left the coffee thing uh so this goes back to another thing that we spoke on last week you know an update from our our island endeavors uh last week there was the uh the one boat with the tent on the island that i saw uh but this saturday i saw 12 boats who posted an American flag on the tree had like two or three canopies up and oh were like goodness. throwing a party, and they were there for like two days. A little island party. Do you think the first person with the tent was like a scout? That that was what I was thinking. Was I'm like, like maybe they were just like scouting out the area, and making sure it'd be good. Like but... they sent the head camper over to just see if it was. Uh, yeah, hey Frank. Far- see if it was Frank. Farmable. Go go check out that island. See if it make was sure that it's land. gonna be uh, doable. For our little uh, our little island party that we've been we've been planning and talking about. Oh, speaking of that story, it was bothering me when I listened to it back. Habitating was the word I was looking for. I was Habitating. I was on the right track. Okay, yeah, it, it works. Uh, it's a word. The the it fit. I just couldn't. Uh, I didn't have the confidence in it, so I just bailed. Yeah. But it was correct. 
my 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 grammar there was correct. So oh, that's good. I got I got I got one more for you that I saw this weekend. So what what do you what do you think about this? Tell tell me if this is something you would ever do. Obviously, a lot of restaurants and stuff, a lot of curbside pickup stuff like that happening, right? So curbside or I don't know if you've even seen some of these like you know, people are just walking up outside the door and they'll just bring it out to them like yeah, outside yeah, the yeah. door like some Chipotle's were doing that Saturday night I'm waiting in Miracle Mountain Monroeville for for something I'm kind of parked by the Hello Bistro mm-hmm. this dude walks up to get his food right outside the door of Hello Bistro he's barefoot why barefoot shoeless sockless not even a sandal he parked across the parking lot walked over to the door barefoot and picked up his food order we're hitting a new low with like society yeah like, I mean, he was driving a car. I it's mean, not like he was, like, homeless. Yeah, you know, I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't make fun of that, but... Just throw on some flip-flops. Of, you got out of the car. Throw on some slippers. Walked within arm's length of the door to a, of a, of a fast, casual food establishment barefoot. Like... Barefoot. Like, dirty black feet on the bottom. Like, barefoot to pick up his food. Like, is it that hard to put... What... <laughs> I know, man. I, I, like, that's the stuff I don't understand. Like, why can't you just, like... It's one of those I wanted to just drive over there and ask a few questions. Like, like I used to... Do you when not I was in, have shoes? Yeah. Because I would, I would probably have bought them some at, like, DSW or something. Or did you have them on or you were driving? You know, like, you know, sometimes people, like, on, on vacation, you got, like, a 10-hour drive. Maybe you kick the yeah, shoes I do off that. while you're driving or something. Yeah. But, like, just put them back on. Yeah, it, I used to leave flip-flops under my the driver's seat of my car. Just put them back on. Like, that... Yeah, I can't. We'll put leave it put your shoes on. We'll leave it at that. Wear, your, your, shoes wear your shoes if you're curbside picking up dinner. Yeah. Right? And it's shoes. dinner, not supper. It's That's dinner. Disgust. It's disgust. All right, we're going to get into it. We got a juicy one today. Uh, Tyler hit up the 9 a.m. crew here in Cheswick yesterday for some questions. Ooh. Pretty much got a question from everybody, right? Yeah. And uh, we got some really good questions, actually. So we're going to do a little Q&A here. It's probably going to end up as a two-parter. We'll see how many questions we get through today because they're all good. So we'll probably spend a little bit of time on each of them. But Oh, yeah. Let's start off with a question from Carrie. Shout out to Carrie for the Shout question. Shout out, Carrie. Uh, is it better, Tyler, is it better... To work out in the morning or the evening? I'll let you have the floor. Well, it comes down to personal preference and your schedule. So when it comes to like when you work out, there's a lot of different factors and variables that you have to start thinking about, especially if you add in, you know, in Carrie's situation, full-time job, kids, you know, home life, all that kind of stuff. So you have to work around your schedule to fit, you know, figure out what's going to fit best into your daily routine. Um, In terms of how the body responds, uh, you know, morning to evening, 
that's really down to each individual person. I know some people who thrive more working out in the morning than they do in the evening. You know, myself personally, I'm more of like a late afternoon type of workout person. Like I'm not big on the evening, but I'm not big on morning either. You know, everybody kind of has their time that fits them best, but then, you know, we don't always get the, you know, we don't always get to have what we want to have in terms of time. I know like for you, Ryan, like you just try to fit it in when you can, depending on like the schedule of the kids and what's going down and the, what the day's looking like, yep. you know? And that's more like, granted, I don't have kids, but like that's more or less what I'm doing right now is like just trying to fit it in when I can fit it in. So I've got like some mornings, some Sunday afternoons, like a Friday evening, like, you know, you really just got to find what fits your schedule. In terms of performance wise, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're splitting hairs because you definitely can sometimes notice a performance difference morning to evening. But if you do it consistently, you know, in the morning, eventually your body is going to kind of respond in that way and be like, hey, okay, like we're working out, you know, same thing in the evening. Like I don't really think it's a huge uh, difference in terms of the performance side. So I'm big on the it's personal preference, what fits your schedule, what allows you to keep it in your routine and make it consistent um, because that's what's going to be best long term. Yeah, so the answer to this is is the uh, world's most famous answer in fitness. It, it, depends. it depends. It, it depends, and it, it really does. So, um, you know, if you look, there's a lot of studies on the time of day when your body is like at peak readiness and it's usually like early afternoon, but... For most people, early afternoon is not really an option for, for nope. working out. So, again, it depends. You know, if you're forcing yourself to work out first thing in the morning, but you're sluggish, your workouts are terrible, like you're just not a morning person, um, then it's not going to be beneficial for you to do that. And then at the same time, if you are working out at night and you're dragging ass from a long day and you're tired and your workouts aren't good, uh, that's no good either. So I guess the benefits to, there's benefits to both. So yeah. the benefits of working out in the morning are for most people, if you work out in the morning, it's before all your other obligations. So you make sure you get it done and nothing can pop up and get in the way and interfere with your workout. But one of the benefits of maybe working out in the evening is you do it after everything. So you're not rushing. So if you're working out in the morning, sometimes you can end up having to rush around to fit in everything you want to do, or maybe you don't even get to fit in everything you want to do before you have to be home to run the kids or go to work or whatever. So you kind of end up rushing or maybe it takes you a little bit longer to wake up and warm up in the morning or something. Um, so there's definite benefits to each. There's drawbacks to each, but you know, like Tyler said, it's just going to come down to what you can do on a regular basis. I mean, you can even go back and forth a little bit. The, the other thing, depending on how late in the evening you're working out, sometimes that can start to affect people's sleep. Yeah. I know if I work out past, if I try to work out after like six thirty, seven o'clock, then it definitely I have a hard time, you know, coming back down from that and getting the, getting to sleep at a decent time. So uh, it depends, but uh, it's it's going to come down to what fits your schedule or what you seem to be able to keep up with the most and when you, you have the best workout. So try both. 
the first couple times you try the one you're not used to, you're going to feel off and you're, you're going to feel like you're maybe sluggish or something, but your body will adjust to it. So there, there's not really a huge advantage, you know, hormonally or body response or performance like Tyler was talking about. There, there's really not a huge difference between the two. It's just going to be whatever kind of works works best yeah. for your life. So. I think I've seen more on that front. It'd be like a, a psychological, like a mental you know, thing for people than it is, you know, anything to do with the body. You know, people do it in the morning because it's like, you know, if I don't do it in the morning, in the evening, I'm not going to want to do it. So this obviously is kind of one of the hardest things of the day. And, and, you know, for most people, working out typically is the hardest thing for them to do in the day because you're putting so much stress on the body. And, you know, most people don't want to do it. Not if you manage people. Not if you manage people. Uh, but... The sooner that you do it, you know, the sooner that you've accomplished a, a relatively hard task for the day, and that can always set you up with a, a solid snowball effect to have like a pretty, pretty good day on top of it. Yeah, even just, um, you know, like I've I've done both. Like last night, I worked out later, but if I had to pick, and and I didn't have two kids under three and and other other things, I I would probably work out first thing in the morning. That's what I'm always doing my best because the energy throughout the day and the way you feel throughout the day after that for me uh is great it's a big difference from working out first thing to not working out first thing but again some people don't feel that way so yeah um to see see how see how you feel doing both and you know even mix it up and do a little bit of both but there's not a definitive uh one's definitely better than the other one that's it good question though carrie we solid appreciate it. question question number two coming in from karen 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 asked, what should I do for pre- and post-workout nutrition? Ryan, you have the floor. That's a good one. So That's a, That is a good one. It also depends. It, it depends. It depends. Uh, <laughs> this one's a little, can be a little time, time sensitive as well. Generally speaking... Before and after workouts is the best time uh, to have carbs for energy and then to replenish uh, what you used up, the muscle glycogen and everything that you used up while you're working out after. Um, so it, again, it, de- it depends when you're working out, I think. If you're working out first thing in the morning, it would then depend on how, how, uh, you know, how early you get up compared to when you come in here. So if you're one of these people that's rolling out of bed 45 minutes, half hour before the workout starts, you're probably not going to want to eat as much before or else you're going to, it's just going to be just sloshing. It's going to yeah. be sloshing around in, in your stomach while you're working out. You might be, uh, might be doing a little pukes in between sets or something. Yeah, it might not fun. work out that great. But generally speaking, before you work out, I always prefer a uh, carb and a protein uh, usually like a quicker digesting carb. Like I, I, if I'm, if I'm working out in the morning and I'm, and I'm going to eat something an hour, hour and a half before I work out, I generally try to do some type of protein and then some type of fruit if I can, just cause it gets into your system a little bit easier. It's not as heavy as eating like oatmeal for me at least, or oatmeal yeah. or bread or anything like that. So, um, I prefer kind of a protein and, and a fruit. So whether that's 
a protein shake and, and a piece of fruit or whether that's like, you know, some of the stuff we talked about last week, like Greek yogurt or something like that and some fruit. But generally, I prefer something a little lighter before I work out, but I still want some sugar and some carbs. Um, especially if I'm going to like run or do something oh, yeah. endurance based, I definitely try to get some, some quicker digesting carbs in me. So, um, that's usually what I like to have before. And then afterwards it's, it's similar. It's, I, I like a protein and a carb. I just generally go more for, um, like a, more of a complex carb in that situation that'll, that'll probably take a little bit longer to digest. So I'll just eat like a regular kind of meal at that point, whether it's, you know, chicken or steak and rice or potato or, or whatever. But um, that's what I prefer. Tyler might have a different answer here, but I, I generally like a protein and a carb. If you're trying to watch the amount of carbs you're eating throughout the day, uh, put a majority of them before and after your workouts. And then the rest of the day, uh, keep them a little bit lower. But um, that's that's kind of the direction I tend to go with it. Yeah, no, I would agree with that one. Um, you know, especially with the last statement, if you're trying to watch carbs and whatnot, um, put it around the workouts for sure. That's when you're going to need it the absolute most. That's when your body's going to crave them the absolute most. And if you don't fill them around that time, you're going to start having you know cravings and other issues and things like that that will lead to some not fun times. Um, and water, yeah, for sure. Especially if you're working out first thing in the morning. Uh, as soon as you roll out of bed, I would just chug an insane amount of water. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just to get your muscles hydrated, get your body hydrated, get everything running properly. Uh, if you go into a workout in a dehydrated state, uh, which you can be even if you don't necessarily think you feel are thirsty or anything yeah. like your body needs a lot of water when you first wake up but if you go into a workout kind of dehydrated your performance is going to suffer a little bit but then you kind of open yourself up to some muscle injuries and some muscle pools and tendon pools and stuff like that uh, if your body is not as hydrated as it needs to be to function well so if i'm working out in the morning or just in general i make sure i chug a lot of water uh, before i do that and then um, you know kind of follow that nutrition type type of thing yeah the only thing that I would say is if you're going to work out like first thing in the morning, if you're like one of those like 6 a.m. people and whatnot where like you're not going to wake up at 4 a.m. to eat something, make sure that the night before, you know, you eat a pretty balanced meal at dinner or have a, a small snack or something like that before you go to bed. Yes, yeah, you call. You know, your body's going to process and digest it throughout the night. And then you will have enough, you know, glycogen in the muscles and everything like that come first thing in the morning to get through the workout and be okay. Yeah, that's a really good call. If you're working out first thing in the morning, or, or like I mentioned, if you are somebody who's who's getting up, you know, half hour or something before the before they work out, and they're not going to necessarily have time to eat that kind of food, definitely giving your body a little more fuel in your last last meal the day before but then I also like because I was doing that a while I was doing like the 5 a.m workout kind of thing so I was waking up I was doing that I was having like oatmeal or something before bed so that I had some carbs but then I liked waking up doing one scoop of uh, pre-workout and one scoop of BCAAs just to make sure my body uh, had what it needed my muscles had what it needed to go wake me up a little bit so that's a really good combo if you guys are uh, interested the top trainer stuff for their pre-workout and their BCAAs. They have two flavors that they have in both. 
so it works really well to, to mix together. So today's episode brought to you by Top Trainer, Attack Hardcore, and BCAAs Plus, your ultimate solution for early morning workouts. There you go. Yeah, that would, that would be like my only real like addition to what you said. Otherwise, like everything about that is, you know, absolutely right. Hit a protein and quick digesting carb before the workout, hit a protein and a complex carb post-workout. Post-workout, you can sometimes, depending on like what the rest of your day looks like, you might want want to add a little bit of fats in there because those are also slow digesting. But, you know, a complex carb and a, and a protein post-workout are going to be ideal for sure. Yeah, and I, the other thing too I mentioned, because we we've we been talking a lot about mornings just because these questions are coming from, from typical morning people. But if you're working out later in the day, I think everything's pretty much the same. Yeah. It's just probably a little more spaced out. So ideally for most people, we're, we're you know, we're trying to eat every two and a half, three hours. Um, so it'll just kind of probably naturally work out later in the day to eat one of those meals that are every two and a half, three hours and then work out. And then, you know, by the time you do all that, you'll probably be close to your next meal anyway. So if you're eating later or working out later in the day, as long as you're getting like, you know, a good five or six meals in a day, and a meal doesn't necessarily have to be solid food. It could be, you know, protein shake and, and a piece of fruit, or it could be a protein bar or something. So as long as you're getting enough in throughout the day, you don't necessarily have to do anything special uh, before, you know, your evening workouts because you've probably had enough food throughout the day that your body's fueled up and has enough um, has enough carbs and everything it needs to function. You'll just want to make sure that you uh, eat a meal, you know, within the first. 45 minutes to an hour or something after your workout. So give yourself enough time between your, your pre-workout meal and your workout so that you don't feel like, like I said earlier, kind of like sloshy and sluggish and like, you know, you might, uh, might have some, have the burps going on while you're working out or something if you eat too close to it. So make sure you give yourself enough time for that to get, you know, out of your stomach and get digested a little bit. But, um, yeah, if you're, if you're working out later in the day, uh, you're probably getting enough fuel that you don't have to necessarily do anything special. If you're if you're skipping meals throughout the day, or you're not really eating a lot throughout the day, then you will want to have something something special, similar to what we talked about with the morning stuff before you work out. But um, just make sure you're fueled up, ready to go, and then make sure you give yourself some carbs and some protein after to start that recovery process and to to repair everything that you that you beat up while you were uh, while you were working out. So. Um, another it. good question. Shout out to yeah. Karen Jarve on the question. Real good one. Great question. So, moving on. Question number three. This one's coming from Lori, who's gotten a shout out on the podcast before. Loyal listener. So, we, we appreciate that. So, this one's great because Lori brought her son to the outdoor workout on Saturday. Tyler, Lori wants to know how to work out with kids and or get kids involved with working out, I assume. Yes. What do you got? Route number one is set the example. I think it, it seems obviously like a little, you know, obvious in a way, you know, being a parent and whatnot, but just set the example. Do stuff at home, you know, show them things here and there, begin, you know, educating them in a way uh, you know 
very slowly on that kind of stuff and then begin getting them involved. Like, I love how Laurie did it. You know, she came in to me yesterday saying that her son loved it and, like, wants to do more. And he was like, when can I join the gym? And I'm like, ugh, you know? Twelve years. In, in, in a couple <laughs> years there, bud. But, like, it's good to see that, you know, because that's a really, really positive thing. So first things first is set the example. Keep doing, you know, what you're doing and educating them and showing them things. But the second route I would go is do stuff at home and make it fun. Turn it into a game, turn it into a challenge, turn it into something that will entice, you know, um, curiosity and and intrigue uh, from, you know, the younger generation. Uh, I know Lori did mention to me, you know, when she asked me this question as well, and that's where like get kids involved aspect is, you know, trying to get, you know, maybe some slightly older kids to, are, are given like the attitude of I don't want to do that and you know, that's dumb and things like that just continue setting an example uh, and and take it slow and be patient with it because you can't force kids into things otherwise it will not turn out well um, but make it fun make it enjoyable uh, set the example and just be patient and you'll let them start to thrive in that atmosphere then yeah, that's all. That's all great stuff for sure. Um, I mean, you have more experience working out with kids than I do, so. Yeah, so that's that's you. You nailed it, though. You, you got a lot of good stuff in there. So the the thing I would say too is when they're younger, you want to let them just organically become interested in it, and a lot of that does come through, like Tyler was saying, like if you're constantly setting that example of how important working out is. If you're helping with, how, you know, making sure your kid is eating healthy food at home and stuff like that, um, if they're eating healthy at home and they don't have like a weight weight issue or anything like that, then it's not as important to, you know, force them into it. There's not as much of a hurry to get them into it if they're, you know, at a healthy weight and everything. So, if you can let them like organically become interested in it from them seeing you doing it and they start to ask about it or um, like I put up a video the other day of, of oh, yeah. um, Jordan messing around with this little hit system thing I got recently. Um, so he, you know, I never was, you know, he's only, he's going to be three, so it's not like he's really working out. But, you know, he sees me in there doing stuff, and to him it looks cool and it looks fun. So then he kind of just walks in and wants to pick something up or wants to start playing with something. So um, if you let them just naturally bring it up to you, and get interested in it on their own, um, that'll make it a lot easier than if it's like, hey, why don't you come work out with me, or hey, we're gonna start working out or something. If you make it, you know, nobody likes to do stuff that somebody else tells them to do, especially kids, you know, they, yeah. don't, wanna, they don't wanna do what their parents tell them to do, right? So Rebel. let them bring it up and let it be something they wanna do, and then it'll be cooler, they'll, they'll have more fun with it, and then they'll be more likely to wanna do it. Um, if they're older, so if you start getting into like middle school or high school, they're probably, you know, you still want it to be fun for them, but they're going to be more interested in seeing some changes, yeah. especially guys, you know, if they start to notice they're getting a little muscle, you know, maybe they're walking down the hall at school, they get a little comment from the ladies or something, you yeah. know, they're just going to catch the bug and they're going to want to start working out like crazy. So for the, for the older ones... Uh, you're going to want to make sure they are 
seeing some results, like they're having some fun with it and they're, you know, seeing, seeing the results and then they'll stick with it. But in terms of how you want to, I guess, train them or how you want kids to work out at really any age when they first getting into working out is you want them to build a really good foundation. So if you're doing some crazier stuff yourself, like you're using barbells and free weights and you're jumping all over the place and you're doing some pretty complex exercises, you don't want to just have them doing that stuff. They need to be able to master their body weight first and foremost. At any age, basically, kids are growing rapidly. And when they grow rapidly, they don't necessarily have great control of their bodies. The proprioceptive um, system. Yeah, like especially especially if somebody shoots up like quickly and they got these lanky arms, oh, and yeah, lanky yeah. legs. Like if you've ever seen a kid who just grew eight inches and is now six two with a deep voice try to squat for the first time. Oh my god. It's one of the most awkward, uncomfortable, like they just don't have good control of their body yet. So you really want to reinforce good form <laughs> and good kind of, you know, motor habits and everything. Uh, so a lot of body weight stuff, a lot of uh, a lot of band stuff and a lot of like injury prevention based stuff, especially if they're involved in sports. Um, high school girls, especially with ACL tears, you want to yeah. be really careful with knees. They're very susceptible to ACL tears. Um, you know, guys, you know, you want to make sure because they're probably going to school or something and trying to bench press 5,000 pounds. So you want to make sure you're keeping their shoulders healthy. You want to make sure you're keeping everybody's backs healthy. So. Um, you just want to build a nice foundation with bands and body weight and stuff at the beginning. Make sure they have good control of their of their body. Make sure they have good form. Make sure they have a good foundation in place with core strength and fo and and form and everything. Like I said, so um, you know, like Tyler pretty much nailed it there. You want to make it fun. You want to gen. You want them to kind of organically get interested in it if you can, um, as opposed to forcing them into it. They'll be more likely to want to do it and want to stick with it, but. Once they are doing it, you know, make sure you, you start with some basic stuff, safe stuff. You don't want to really load the spine or anything right off the bat with squats or anything like that, like holding the weight on their back. So just make, make it fun. Uh, like Tyler said, there's a lot of really good games you can do. You know, you can do the card game in the living room with push-ups and squats and sit-ups and stuff like that. You can go outside and play tag and run around like there's yeah. a lot of really really fun guess, stuff. yeah that's where i was gonna go really like, fun stuff you can do so there, don't uh, you know don't overcomplicate it or anything like that there's obviously like you don't you don't want to force kids into things but as a parent you also still want the best now granted i am not a parent at, at all but i'm sure parents still I'll want speak, i'll speak for the parents yeah, out there you know parents still want the best for the kids so if they start seeing you know some unhealthy habits and things like that and they want to start getting them moving and whatnot there are like little simple things that you can do to try to entice you know people to and, and almost force kids into moving going like hey like we're gonna start going for a family walk and that's it like you're not doing anything but going for a family walk yeah they might still grumble and groan about it but at least this is something that's super super simple and it's not really that big of a deal you know so there are little things and you start doing that and then you know you allow them to get out in the sunlight then they get the benefit of not sitting in a dark room in front of a tv or a computer then they get the benefits of the sunlight they get the benefits of the movement you see their mood start to improve and things like that and things like once you start seeing those little things start happening that's when you can kind of start you know bringing up some other little things like hey why don't we go outside and 
you know, if you've got yard games, play yard games. You know, cornhole, badminton, you know, throw a ball around. Basketball. Basketball. Friday afternoon, 3.30. Friday afternoon, 3.30, <laughs> Acme Park. Acme Park. Come get it. Uh, you know, like there's lots of things that you as a parent can still do to, you know, not forcefully force your kid into something, but to kind of gently nudge them in the right direction. Um, so definitely look in. There's I, there's a lot of good articles out there uh, talking about how to do that. You know, again, I'm not a parent, so I'm probably not the best person for this, but I know that it's something that can happen and probably should happen as well. Yeah, and, and take care of, you know, from an early age. Make sure you're, you're setting the tone with the nutrition, uh, making sure, you know, and it's not always the easiest thing to do with kids. They want to eat all the all the the good stuff but uh, just make sure you're setting the tone with with the family meals and what you guys are eating at home that way you know hopefully they don't start to have an issue with their weight and then it's not as urgent to try to get them into working out and everything like that so if you can keep um, keep the nutrition under control and, and avoid any weight issues then again you'll have an easier time with them kind of organically becoming interested in it yeah. so for sure. Um, but it's good. It's good if they're taking up an interest at a young age. So I think we got time for maybe one or two more here. We'll see yeah, we, how this we, one goes if you want to. We, we can throw it in there. What is this? Question number four? Question number four. All Big right. man Harry. 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 All right. How many days a week should you exercise as you increase in age? So the older you get, should your days stay the same? Should they increase? Should they decrease? What do we got? It depends. <laughs> the classic answer. It depends. So I will say just is a I'll give an easy a quick answer first. A quick basic answer first, and then I guess we can expand on it a little yeah. bit. So the first thing I would say as you get older, I don't think the days should change. Um, I think the overall weekly volume should change. So I think what should happen is you're coming at least the same amount of days, if not more, but your workouts might be a little bit shorter um, or you might just do a little bit less during your workout. So I think as you get older, like when you're, we've talked about this before, you can change the frequency, you can change the volume, you can change the intensity of your workouts. Like those are ways to, to switch it up. Um, I, I think as you get older, the intensity has to come down a little bit um, not a lot, not as much as it usually does for people. You know, it seems like a lot of people, once they hit a certain age, they just want to sit on a uh, machine or sit on a bike and just kind of half-ass it for a little bit because, you know, they're old, they don't want to hurt anything, whatever. You know, I, I don't think it needs to be that. I think people definitely overdo how much they pull back on it. Um, I, I think you, you need to just pull back on certain things. You know, you, you if you have any health issues or injuries, that's going to take... Uh, take precedent and you're going to want to adjust based on those but I think people need to pull back on some of the harder exercises on your joints so like a, a straight bar bench press that's going to you know a lot of guys especially as they get older end up tearing rotator cuffs and not even really knowing it so I think staying away from certain exercises that are a little more challenging on the joints the back the the shoulders the knees you know i think that's smart to pull back on but in terms of the days of the week i don't think you need to pull back on i think generally as people get older though their energy 
um, is a little more limited. Like, I don't think they're going to bang out a two-hour workout and feel great the whole time. So I think if you can keep your workouts to an hour or less and just come the same amount of days or, or like I said, even more frequently, but just shorter workouts, uh, I think is, is probably the best bet. But, I mean, we've, we've had people, um, you know, 70s and 80s working out five, six, seven days a week. So um, I, don't, I don't think you necessarily have to, to pull back at all on, on the days. I would say just like anybody else. You know, if you can get in here a consistent three to five days a week, you'll be in a pretty good spot. So, um, you know, again, it depends on health issues. It depends yeah. on injuries and That's all that stuff. That's where I was going to go. But I, I think generally speaking, if you're if you're pretty healthy, nothing, uh, you know, nothing going on with the heart, nothing going on with the lungs, you know, no, um, you know, really bad joint issues or anything like that. Um, I think as long as you're you're eating well. I think a good, you know, four or five days a week is is no problem at all. Yeah, I would definitely side on that front as well. I think, um, you know, the it depends definitely goes for anyone with complications of any sort, like you were saying, you know, and even in that situation, like, that's when you can still work with, you know, a trainer and, and plan out a schedule that actually fits what's necessary for you then in that individual basis. You know, if you've got, uh, you know, joint issues and after a workout, it takes you two days to recover, but you know for a fact that you need to work out an extra few days a week, well then, okay, we can work with the trainer, we can plan out, all right, we're going to work out this day, take two days of rest, then we'll come in the following day and we're going to, you know, have a slightly, you know, changed up workout that way you're still getting the benefit of what you need, but then we're not, you know, injuring the joint that much more or causing any issues with the joint. And then you get your two days rest and then we're back in it again. Like there's so many different things that you can do, but it is, you know, like Ryan said before, it's an, it depends, it's an individual basis when it comes to a lot of this stuff, because it's all about how your body responds, how your body's feeling, you know, where you're at in your life with everything along those lines. If you're eating well, you're healthy, you've got no complications, hey, come in four or five times a week, three to five, whatever works best for you. If you have issues or anything like that, then plan it out. I would say if you've got complications and whatnot, if you can get swing, you know, even one to three times a week, like you can make progress in that manner. Like it is possible. Yeah, it it definitely is, but just make sure if that's the route you're going, it's you know because of legitimate. Uh, yeah, it's got it's got to be a like legitimate I mean, issue. We, like, we know plenty. There's there's plenty of people that get into the, uh, you know, 60s, 70s, and and beyond that, you know, they got the they got the free the the free uh, membership, so they feel like they got to use it. So they come in, kind of play around on the same machines Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and then. Uh, head down the kings for for a nice you know fattening breakfast so uh make sure you're taking care of yourself i mean people kind of uh i I think people kind of accept aging and think it's supposed to be a certain way and you're just supposed to yeah you're just supposed to kind of let me just you know that ain't the way it's supposed to deteriorate and i'm gonna just go sit on this rocking chair on the porch and yell at cars for driving too fast down the road and stuff like it doesn't have to be that way if you continue to you have to prioritize strength and strength training especially as you age to try to fight off muscle loss as much as possible you got to make sure you're keeping enough protein in your diet you got to make sure you're doing enough resistance training 
um, you're naturally going to lose a little bit of muscle as as you age. I mean, look at Arnold. You yeah. Know, look, look at Arnold. He's in his 70s. He's lost some muscle, but dude's still strong as hell. Still strong. Still still has muscle. Still working out. So a lot of those injuries and a lot of those like devastating things that end up happening as people age, you know, joint issues or broken broken hips and all that stuff is because they don't have the strength and the muscle to like support themselves or catch themselves if they start to slip on 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 the ice or something like that so um take care of yourself take care of your muscle especially have enough protein resistance training all that stuff um but yeah i I would say if anything if, if somebody's you know relatively healthy no need to come any less than anybody else really if anything maybe just just back down the the length of each workout or the overall volume uh for each workout a little bit but i would say emphasize recovery a little bit more too yeah definitely focus on recovery some mobility work some stretching nutrition sleep all that stuff's going to be really important um for everybody but especially especially yeah for sure so i think we're good there right i think we'll call out a part one i think we have about three questions or so left uh, we'll gather up some more for a part two, and you never know when part two might come. Ooh. Could be next Tuesday for regularly scheduled. Could be later this week for a little bonus cast. Who knows? You never know. So, moral of the story today, don't blow your leaves into the road. That's it. And wear shoes when you pick up your curbside food. Wolf. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, if you're in Leechburg, make sure you hit that coffee workout this week. Camo and orange long sleeve tees are still available for another week and a half. They're flying off the shelves. Make sure you pick one of those up because once that sale closes, I don't know anything about screen printing, but we had some people that missed out on the hoodies that tried to grab some after, uh, and the company said no dice. Screen was already cleared out. Job was done, so they couldn't, uh, they couldn't do any. So don't miss out. Once they're gone, they're gone. Um, so make sure you grab one of those. We got some other exciting announcements coming for November. November is always a fun month around here. So we, yeah. we got some fun stuff coming here in a couple weeks. Make sure you're in the members-only Facebook groups for Cheswick or Leechburg, depending on where you're a member, so you don't miss out on miss out on the fun. So thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you for part two. See ya.